Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM. The fan. Aboard! Ha ha ha! You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Your host this morning, like every week, he's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer, and we have Ryan Horvath producing, as usual. And we do appreciate his hard work that he puts in here, flip-flops and all, or whatever they call it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. And, uh, you know, Danny, uh, there, there's three things. Oh, and by the way, if you want to contact us, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Got any questions or comments? Danny, there's three quick things I got to tell you. Number one, uh, I think I told you during the week that my son Nick, what I told you last week he was going to come in this week. Well, he's not. He can't make it this week. Something came up. Obviously, I, obviously I, he's I, not I here. See he's yeah. not here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. okay, number two. Thanks for clearing I that up. I didn't have all my facts straight because I was just reading some articles about the Big Cedar Lake launch. But we have a fellow coming. I'm not going to use his last name, but he's going to come on the air with us at 7.05. His name's Kevin. He's got all the facts, and uh, I'll let him explain it. But it, it's it's not the, 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 the lakefront uh, property owner's uh, that are doing this, they're upset about it too. And the people who live in the subdivisions around the area, they're upset about it. For us, they're not upset with the closing of the launch. They're, they're, I mean, they're upset with that, but it's the reasons why, okay? And you've got a great solution for them. And we'll get into that later when uh, Kevin calls at 705. And here's the third one, Danny. So, folks, stay tuned. 705, very interesting. Okay, here's an email Hi, Danny and Tom. Wanted to say uh, first that I really enjoy the show. We listen via the podcasts on the way up to Canada and back for, from a, for a fishing trip with a friend of mine and his son and my two sons a few weeks ago. Danny, I just wanted to thank you for sharing your bike ride information. After hearing your ride and the amount of nature that you observed during your ride, my wife and I decided to give it a try. We were unaware of this trail, but after doing a little research, we thought we'd try it. 
We started in Pewaukee, just past Rocky Point, rode until we hit Highway 83, then turned around and rode all the way to the start of the trail. It was fantastic. We saw at least 15 deer, many with fawns, right along the trail. What a beautiful and relaxing ride, except for the uphill climb right before Nagawica Park. Thanks again for sharing. We will be riding this trail many more times in the future. And that comes from Rod, uh, excuse me, Todd, from Todd. (coughs) You might even see Todd and his wife out there someday. Perhaps. Uh, matter of fact, I, I, I after my uh, fishing trip yesterday, I did a 20-mile ride last night on the trail. And uh, the deer are, they're so used to you that they'll they'll look when you yeah, come by. Yeah. But if you just kind of, if you don't, don't make eye contact and just keep going, yeah. minding your own business, most yeah. of the time they'll let you just go right by. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that some of the fawns are a little more skittish than the older yeah. mamas, where okay. you see a feisty little fawn maybe kind of take off and run. But, you know, they're kind of like a hyper little dog. They're anxious, or a kid, they're yeah. anxious to run off yeah. to the side anyway. So, yeah, you see a bunch of deer. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen that... that any, any bucks lately, like a couple of weeks ago, I said there was a yeah. group of eight deer, three were bucks in all in velvet, and one was a Mugambo. Uh-huh. So it's great. Uh, I also on a ride, uh, especially last night, I enjoyed seeing the red cardinals. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are I saw cool. several, you know, male red cardinals. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think they're probably hanging around the trail. Uh, there's some really, really nice uh, raspberry mm-hmm. uh, bushes mm-hmm. uh, along the trail. And uh, in fact, I'd stop and yeah, have a some. couple of yeah. Unless are they? Are, is there okay? Here's a dumb question: raspberries, blackberries. Uh, yeah. No, I know blueberries are on the ground yeah, and yeah. they're yeah. and they're blue, and you pick them and you get <laughs> you get attacked by bears. Yeah. But they, <laughs> these actually were ripe when they did turn real black so i'm wondering would you call that a black probably blackberries those are blackberries and they're and the raspberries are the are red but i tried eating some of these when they were red and it was kind of like not so good they were like not done yet yeah the raspberries they get a like a blood red when they're ready you know the blackberries they're they're a little larger they're larger and they've you know those little turn almost purple because that's what the ones no they're black they're black but are they same shape as the raspberry no no okay then these are raspberries okay yeah, yeah, these yeah. are raspberries. So blackberries, okay. blackberries are round like a blueberry. Then no, no, they're like almost like a heart shape in a way. A heart shape. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah, they're they're. I don't know how to explain it except more. Do they grow more on the ground or they no up no they're on up on bushes and and you know the little round you know they're made up of hundreds of little round things whatever you know like the raspberries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, those little round things that they're made up of, I don't know what you call them, but they're larger. Okay, so there's more definition to them than a like a raspberry. Well, anyway, these must yeah. be raspberries, yeah, and I almost be. thought about picking, bringing a little, uh, yeah, a little gym bag with yeah. me or something, a little, a little bucket, container a little bucket, con- container. Yeah, pick. I could pick enough real quick. Yeah, and go back home, put them in a bowl of milk, and put a little sugar in there. Yeah, because I remember as a kid, or on ice cream. Oh, that'd man, be good too. Would that be good. Yeah. Yeah, but I think those Definitely. birds are there getting the berries. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about, did you ever have choke cherries? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you? Now, yeah. as as I recall, my grandmother made the greatest choke cherry jelly yeah. in the world. That was awesome. I used to love going to grandma's house. Yeah. Because, you know, on my, you know, wealthy estate up there in Douglas <laughs> County, there's a lot of choke cherries. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Up in Douglas yeah. County, there's okay. a bunch of choke cherries, and I guess- okay. 
on a farm and I used to go get a bunch yeah. of choke cherries. And, yeah. But if you eat the choke cherry off the vine, as I recall, it would just dry your mouth up. It wasn't. They're a little tart. Or it's a tart, whatever. but it seems to me it would just kind of like. It's it's different than a regular cherry, yeah. <laughs> it's and, different. And then uh, how about wild grapes? Have you found wild grapes growing at times? No, but a neighbor neighbor of mine has grapevines. She I, has some grapes, not a lot of them, but there's a few. As a kid growing up, there was a little wood line between two fields, and it had wild grapes. Really? And as kids, that was better than candy, oh, just those. to go pick those wild grapes. Yeah. And uh, again, up by Douglas County, there there's a certain spot right by the Namaji River, right by a bridge. I went with my uncle years ago. We could pick choke cherries mm-hmm. and wild grapes. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah. You know, That's... I'd like, like to do that again. If I Would you make some jam for us, Tom? You know, I don't know. Come on, you know hey, how to do everything. One, one time I'm driving along with my brother-in-law, Don, who has since, since passed away, and he says, pull over, pull over, pull over. <laughs> and I went, wah, wah, wah. You know, and I pull over to the side of the road. He hops out. He found the wild asparagus growing, and he, he picked a whole bunch of it. <laughs> he, could sp- he could spot that stuff out, you know. He'd spot it. I mean, I would never have noticed it, you know. I was just driving by. I wouldn't know what it looks it. like. Yeah. Uh, who do you got on the line, Ryan? Oh, we got Mike in West Bend who has a question for you guys. Yeah. Hi, Mike. How you doing this morning? Uh, good morning. Hey, I want to get a new bait casting reel for throwing spinner bait. Yeah. What ratio do you recommend? Uh, a little bit higher ratio. Uh, most of them come in like a five to one or five and a half to one. Find one that's a six and a half or seven to one. Okay, I'll do that. And yeah. then I wanted to tell you, I saw a sail coming home from Michigan, and it said man sail over by Shawnee. So I pulled in. The guy had a rummage sail. Listen to this. <laughs> he had eight canoes, ten boats, a thousand decoys, and when you went in his barn. It was filled from one end to the other with fishing lures and rods. Really? Oh, my God. And I asked the guy. Oh, you know what? I, I think my friend, the no-name bookie, was there. Yep. And yeah. He, he, you know, and he's on Bloom Road, D-L-O-O-M Road, and that's off um, Highway uh, R. No, that's just south of Cecil there. And I'll tell you something. He'll open up anytime you want. And he's not out to gouge anybody. And I needed a fishing pole, those extensions out to nine feet, I used for trout fishing. Yeah. Cannot get them anymore. He had three new in the package. Yeah, that's my friend told me that, uh, like, m- the majority of stuff he had there was all brand new. All and, good stuff. Yeah. But and there. Pull there. Yeah. He, uh, as a matter of fact, he bought a couple of eight foot spinning rods. Uh-huh. Uh, that were Okuma spinning rods. He got them for $2 a piece. $2! I bought Rapella knives at $3 a piece, and I bought sharpening sticks for a dollar. He had 50 different fishing nets. <laughs> I bought a musky net for $15. Wow, yeah. There's no phone number or anything, huh? Oh, but it's Bloom Road, D-L-O-O-M Road. And so when you're driving uh, towards Cecil, um, it's uh, just uh, how, how to explain that. It's, I know. Uh, it's north of Cecil on R or H. Uh, oh, my God. I just thought I'd give you that tip. Yeah. I, I, yeah. When my friend, he, my friend didn't tell me everything about it, but he said, because we didn't talk long, but he told me that because he called me first, you know, because usually when he's at rummage sales, he'll yep. call me and he'll say, 
hey, is this a good rod or reel, and is this a good deal? You know, and I'll right. tell them yes or no. And uh, so he says, are these eight-foot Okuma spinning rods, are these a good deal for $2? I said, oh, heck yeah, <laughs> you know. But they even, they had a lot, uh, he said he had a lot of Lake Michigan rods. Yeah, I I didn't see too much of that, but he had, um, he had good stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, he's even a, he's a big trout fisherman. You know, yeah. I don't know how him and I hit it off, but uh, I was, uh, he said, yeah, I started a rum and sale, and then it got bigger, and guys were bringing stuff to me, and oh, I mark it up from $1 to $5 over and just have some fun. Yeah. Well, thanks for the info. Yeah. I have to have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for right, calling. Appreciate it. I'll get a 7 to 1 one then. Yeah, sounds great. I All need right. a burner. Yeah, a right. six, six and a half to 7 to 1. Yeah, one right in the bottom there. Yeah. Turn in burn, baby. All right, thanks. Okay, bye Take now. Care. That was great. We got to go to a quick commercial break. So, uh, Danny, you brought a, brought a bunch of stuff I see you got typed out there and whatever. We'll talk. Yeah, all right. We'll, we'll well, that's what we do here, right? Yeah. We talk. And if you want to talk, folks, 799-1250 is the phone number. We are the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250 is the number. Thanks for listening. We want to thank Tom, all the men in blue out mm-hmm. there, our officers protecting us, working hard, the firefighters, the first responders, and our military, all of them underappreciated and underpaid. They're taking care of us, guys. So anyway, Tom, you were talking about all these uh, typed up sheets I have in front of me. Yeah. These are left over from a previous show, Tom. One of the other shows. And oh, are they looking, really? And they've got by the hour and half hour, like neatly written, typed out topics. Oh, yeah, I know. The, like the big show and some yeah. of the other shows, what they so, do is, yeah, they. So somebody. They have meetings, Danny. Somebody <laughs> asked me, everybody asked me, well, how do you, if we if we do stuff like this, right? And I told him no. I get that asked that too. Yeah, we fly by the seat of our pants. I I, I tell people that you know I'll I'll have things written down, some topics, or I'll bring oh, yeah, in I'll some clippings. You'll down. come in with some things, you know. If we get to them, we get to them. If we don't, we don't. But it's like whatever, whatever strikes our fancy, or maybe a caller might call about something, you know, and that gets us on something. Yeah, once in a while we tell a dumb joke or two. I'm looking at the Badger Sportsman magazine. So for anybody who enjoys the great outdoors, I believe this latest edition of Badger Sports magazine, shh, Badger Sportsman magazine, should be on your shelf somewhere. Pick it up; it's always got great stuff. the 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 funnies in the back, though, are always good. So I'm gonna get, just give you one today, Tom. Um, do you, you golf, Tom? Right? Yeah. Okay. Here's the question. Why did Neubauer bring two pair of pants to his golf game? game? In case I got a hole in one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a 
Here's a Chuck Norris one. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's good. Here it is. Chuck Norris knows Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris can do anything. And here's another no soliciting sign. Here's what you want to put on your door. Uh, so you got the sign, no soliciting. First line says, we are too broke to buy anything. <laughs> Next line, we know who we are voting for. <laughs> Next line, we have found Jesus. <laughs> then it says underneath, seriously, unless you are giving away beer, please go away. I think I got to order that sign. So what are you working on there, Tom? Uh, the new sponsors list. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's. We, we're on. Jeez, Tom. Well, I can. I can. Li- hey, I can. Do multi- a turn break. I can multitask. I can talk and and write at the same time. We uh, we have a new sponsor coming on board, Park Avenue Pizza in Pewaukee, uh, and they are, and it is good pizza. Oh, it's it, great it's good pizza. pizza over there. Pizzeria style. I yeah. I go there at least once a week. Many of our listeners do. Yeah. Um, in fact, if you get the pizza there, one kind of cool thing that they do that I don't see them do at other restaurants and stuff is they give you the pizza, you're sitting at your table, and they put it on like a little raised kind of a deal. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. So you, they don't just lay it on, on the, the table. table. It's it's on this kind of real cool kind of a little raised. Yeah, it's raised. Like okay. platter. Okay. Yeah, real classy. And and you can get other stuff there besides well, pizza, right? Yeah, they got uh, one of, if okay, one of their... Best kept secrets is their broasted chicken. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. It's un, it's really good. Yeah, you got to get out there and and, and mm-hmm. try it. And they don't really, if they sold that by the bucket, people would be lined up yeah. pulling up in front of the place to take buckets to go. But they make it like uh, each batch is like a hand battered batch, yeah. and so they really don't promote it to make a ton of it at a time. Right. But uh, it's 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 really good if you get like a three piece dinner, you get like three two real giant pieces and another good size piece and uh with your bread and coleslaw and choice of potato and that's really good and then uh thursday they got a meatball special meatball spaghetti and meatballs okay. dinner special yeah huge huge with a salad yeah. and it has a small bar in there yeah it's yeah, real nice, nice. it's real it's real cozy family just atmosphere about every right? kind of beer you can imagine yeah. too they kind of yeah they got Good, good assortment. Yeah, so, it's a cozy atmosphere, nice family joint. You know. Yeah, and then they got tables nice. you can go yeah. sit at. So yeah, I yeah, like I'd that. highly recommend going yeah. there, yeah. and uh, it's a real nice place. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get out there. I gotta get out there again. It was. Uh, I've been out there. It a was few Joe times. and Jacob, a couple of the bartenders there. Uh, they're going off to college now, so I don't know how much longer they'll be there. But uh, it was uh, those two guys I took out, and Jacob got the 46 uh, inch musky. I want to thank all the people, actually, this year that have been... uh, I'm getting ready to go back to school, so I'm going to be really curtailing the guiding. I'll be doing some Sunday mornings here and there, but I'd like to thank all the people that I went out with this year. This week, I had uh, brothers Dave and Dennis with, and we got a pike, and we had one fish crush, grab a crankbait and rip line, left a tooth mark. We lost it. Real good guys to talk with, though. One's... uh, Police officer, one's former military, and is hoping we could get him a fish. But we could not put a muskie in the boat, but I enjoyed having those guys out. And then I was with Sandy and uh, Dan. Dr. Sandy's from uh, Chicago, and uh, uh, Dan is uh, local. He's a financial wizard genius. So we were out in the boat, and I said to him, uh, we hadn't got anything yet. 
I'd brought my financial statements from my 403 <laughs> and all this stuff. Did you really? Yep. And I said, Dan. Talk about taking advantage of the situation. <laughs> so anyway, we weren't getting anything. So here's what I did to prime the pump, Tom. I said to Dan, I said, here, look over my stuff. And I said, well, you got all those papers in your hand. We're, we're going to get a fish. And sure enough, he looked over everything. And it's funny, Tom, when I started this 403 in 2005, they give you a list of like 30 different funds, right, right that you can go. Right. And a guy, I might as well be throwing darts at yeah, the dartboard. Right. That would be like me talking to someone who's a non-fisherman, have them look in a box full of musky lures and pick five. Yeah. Which ones are you going to use, yeah. right? No idea. So anyway, it's amazing. He looked at it and he says, I wouldn't change anything. Looks like you're doing pretty good with this, you know? Mm-hmm. So just so as soon as he said that, I'm feeling pretty good about it. And all of a sudden, rip, 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 rip. And planer board line, we got a nice fat 40-incher. Mm. And one thing I will say for all our listeners out there, um, best $10 you'll ever invest or close there to, there to that amount. Uh, go to the hardware store and buy those little red mini bolt cutters and make sure you have them in your boat. Now, oh, sure, yeah. you can buy a Nipix for $800 or yeah, whatever they charge no. for those things. But those little mini bolt, yep. bolt cut. Now, they will sell them sometimes at bait shops, I, I think, in catalogs for double the price of what you're going to, you know, because they probably go get them at the Ace Hardware yeah. bin on sale, <laughs> yeah. and then they mark them up by double and yeah, put them yeah. in a plastic package, yeah. sell them for more. But pick those up, and you got to get a new one after a while because they kind of start getting especially in it get kind of rusty and dull yeah yeah yeah. so like i had an old one that got rusty and dull it wasn't cutting hooks good anymore uh you could even test it on a hook in your living room somewhere just don't lose an eye um anyway this one muskie it got one of the hooks underneath the in the gill plates where it was it was just hooked weird. Yeah. And there was no backing those hooks out. I mean, they were like through and out the other way. And I had to go, it was really tough to do, but I, without turning the fish upside down, I had to go down there and I had to clip all three barbs. Oh, wow. And successfully. And then I had to, uh, the front hook, I was able to get that with the, uh, with the Baker hook out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I like those better than the long needle nose now too. Because, Sometimes they work better. Well, Sometimes. they're easier to hold on yeah, to yeah. because they they they're naturally sprung out wide, yep. and you just squeeze. Right. Whereas right. with those long needle nose, if you go to open it sometimes and cl- you might lose your grip and drop right, that. Right. Uh, unless which you had I've a, done. Yeah, yeah. Unless you had a lanyard. But anyway, by by being able to cut the hooks like that, fish took off strong and mm-hmm. was. Uh, so really, if you are going to musky fish or, or any kind of fishing. You really should have a hook cutter with you. Yeah, but especially especially with the musky fishing because those are those are big heavy hooks, you know. And you're right. Every every person who's musky fishing should have uh, that bolt cutter, and then of course the what do you call it? A, a needle nose pliers. A nice needle nose pliers. Now you can go or that Baker hook out something. Yeah, if you're gonna for muskies and pike, you want a long needle nose yes, pliers. Yes, long one. Especially when sometimes you got a big, they get way in the mouth. And, well, and those fish they're thrashing yep, around, and you yep. don't want to get your hand close to those no, treble hooks. No. So a longer needle nose. Uh, so you got to be careful. Keep them in the net when you're when you're you know unhooking them. You don't mm-hmm. have to uh, pull them out. And, uh, and actually, another reason, Tom, to carry one of those little mini bolt cutters is if somebody hooks themselves mm-hmm. and they're able to push, like, the barb through, they can cut it and then back it through the skin. You ever try doing that? I tried that once. 
with a hook in me pushing it through. First of all, that hook point better be super duper sharp, right? It better be the sharpest thing that's ever made. Otherwise, it ain't going nowhere, and it hurts like heck. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> so well, I told you, yeah, how Ron Johnson, our bass yeah. pro, was trying to take his tenth picture with one bass with me last year up on Rowley's Bay. And, and and he's holding this, and I'm thinking, that doesn't look good. I could see it happen. It's like a train wreck. Yeah. He got fingers, two fingers on one hand, both pinned oh, yeah. by hooks, and they were underneath his fingernails. Oh, God, that I know. And he had to take and rip both hooks from under his fingernails, and the whole time he did, he just went, ah! And then yeah. I looked the other way. He said it hurt like heck. That's why I like my technique better. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts and it's bloody, but you know what? You don't want to know my technique? <laughs> my technique? Want to no. know what it is? What? Don't hook yourself to begin with. Yeah, there you go. All right, folks, we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the gut report. And uh, we got, oh, and don't forget, at the, after the 645 break, we will be playing the Hornschwaggle, sponsored by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. So stay tuned for a lot more. I'm also going to be giving away a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago today. You want to go to McGuanago. Yeah, I'm going to be giving that away. So you want to stay tuned for a lot of fun stuff here in the show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dave. Man, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Get Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Okay, you got a lot of zucchinis popping out. That's if you grow them. And I'm sure a lot of listeners do grow zucchinis. So this is what you want to do. This is really good, by the way. Peel a three-inch diameter or so zucchini. Slice it at about a quarter-inch thick. Prepare it for frying like you do for fish. You know, with the egg and milk wash and the cracker meal or whatever. Prepare it the same way. Uh, put some oil in a pan and fry one side in a little oil till golden brown. Turn over and then add a thin slice of tomato and then top with your favorite cheese. Let it fry for a little bit. Cover it to melt the cheese. Take it off and enjoy. It's so simple and it's so good. And, and Danny, it actually is healthy. You know, you got the zucchini, you got the tomato, you know, you got the cheese, you know. I know you're frying it in oil, but, well, what are you going to do? What kind, well, how, isn't olive oil best well, for your heart? Well, I, I use, uh, no, no, not necessarily. Um, really? uh, I read an article about that, and it's not necessarily the best as far as uh, whatever those bad things are. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I use grapeseed oil. I, I have a, I prefer grapeseed oil. I've never heard of it before. No? Yeah, grapeseed oil. I like that. It's a much milder taste very light you know but it's got more flavor than just your vegetable oil you know but it's not as heavy as uh, olive oil so anyway try that folks with those zucchinis because i know they're popping out if you're growing them because i know they're popping up by my house the gut report was brought to you by discount liquor where you're going to find the best price selection and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee, and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. And, Danny, I got to tell you that uh, Bruce says hi. Bruce, I saw yesterday at Sherpers, and uh, 
He's the guy who gave you a weight bench. Remember a few years ago when you oh, were asking yeah, for Bruce, weight? I yeah, Bruce, I gave it to one of my students. He, yeah, he listens every week. And, uh, Thanks again, he says, Bruce. He says, say hi to Danny for me. That was and real said, nice okay, of him. I will. Yeah. I had a student who joined my weightlifting club at the high school, and he really got into it and mm-hmm. wanted to keep continuing. So I thought, man, if he could get some home weights to work with. So I know he really... The student really appreciated it. So, yeah, yeah, thanks to Bruce and our many great listeners. Hey, uh, I've got something here, Tom. I know we don't do our buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. Yeah. But I've got a, a used. This was only used one week by me last year during deer season. It's oh, a yeah. uh, Pro Staff, Nikon Pro Staff Rifle Scope, 2 by 7 by 32 Real nice little scope. Uh I had bought it kind of like emergency-like when my uh, other scope took a crap right before season, so mm-hmm. I needed something quick. And uh, I got, you know, the selling new, the pro staff were like 150 to 170 bucks. Um, they're not the most expensive uh, Nikons, uh, but again, they've got the Nikon quality. I mean, they, they really are good glass for the money. Um, so I've got it for sale. I just used it one week. And uh, 50 bucks if anybody wants it. Well, I'll tell you what, Danny. If if somebody's interested in that scope, they can email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. That's ceoguys, that's G-U-Y-S, at yahoo.com. And uh, I'm gonna Danny actually... will get the email, and he'll get back to you. Just leave your phone number. All right. right. How's or I'm, that? I'm just going to take it out to Smokey's Musky Shop and just leave it out there, Okay. With with one of the technicians and say, okay, Here. it'll be at somebody's. Yeah, Smoke. if somebody, if somebody, yeah, I'm well, thinking somebody will see it for fifty bucks. It'd be fine. For are you going to drop that off this morning out there? Yes, I am. All right, then. Then if somebody does email us, um, we can. Well, that well, I won't be be, be able to check the email until late, later on. So just go to Smokey's Musky yeah, Bait and Tackle Shop. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, they'll have That'd it there. Fine. They'll have it behind the counter somewhere. Okay, someone that's will, good. Someone will probably want it. Yeah, you know, we uh, over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, Danny, we've uh, put in more and more panfish stuff because there are so many people that are out panfishing, and we've got a number of different things. But you know what's uh, Rick, he's one of the technicians out there, one of the hardest-working technicians out at Smokey's. And every now and then what he'll do, now don't go asking him for it. He might say no, you know, <laughs> But every now and then, like when somebody's going out with kids and they're just going to go pan fishing, let's say you got a kid with them, he'll give them a mini mite, and he say, "Try this," and he go, they go out and they come back, and they buy a handful of them. Literally, I had to reorder. Are you ready for this? 80, 80, 80, 80 mini mites. I had to reorder because we, they just bought. We're buying so many of them because uh, they're catching fish on them. And you know what makes them work even better is that Baitmate garlic and salt spray. That even makes them work better. Well, that's interesting. I was out fishing yesterday, and uh, I'm wearing my Baitmate attire. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody uh, with me said, does that that stuff really work? And I did tell him, I said, on mini mites. And I pulled out Mm -hmm. that bottle of the garlic and salt spray. On mini mites. I've done it off my pier with you and Ron Johnson in different years where you chuck the mini mite out, and normally as soon as it hits the water, bang, you catch, you know. Well, if you spray that on, it'll for 
first couple of casts, all of a sudden you're getting, you know, gill after, or, you know, pump, panfish after yeah, pan, pumpkin right. seed, whatever. Right. But then all of a sudden when the bite slows, we take, refresh, spray some more of that stuff on there. It does seem and, to help. Yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, and it's so easy to use that stuff. You know, it, it's easy to use. Uh, we have it over at Smokey's Muskie Bait and Tackle Shop in Pewaukee. We have it over there. And uh, I, I also use it on... Uh, my flipping jigs, you know, on my uh, jigs with the oh, really? craw, with the plastic craw tails, I use it on spinner baits. Uh, I use it on anything for for bass and pike. I use it on because bass and pike, uh, for some reason, they like bass, pike, and and uh, panfish. They, they seem to like that garlic. Well, the other <laughs> the other thing I'm kind of kind of weird about is I don't want to get any foreign scents on my right, right. musky baits. Right. So you're putting sunscreen on all the time and yeah. this or that. Um, you're I, filling up the gas tank or whatever. So yeah, I always yeah. like to put my hands over overboard in in the water and yeah. kind of rinse them in the lake water. Right, right. But then I'll take some of that Baitmate spray yeah. and I'll spray it in the palm of my hand. And it's rub, not sticky? No, no, oh, it's not, not sticky. And rub it over my yeah. hands. Just as a way to maybe be, uh, you know, to get whatever sense. Right. Off. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Which is not a bad not, idea. It's probably not intended to be used as a hand wash. But... No, but you know what? Any any little thing you can put in your favor while fishing helps. <laughs> any right. little bit, you know, especially those sharp hooks. In case you get one in you, you can push it through. <laughs> like I said, oh man, that's that that hurts. Not... You know, I you know you said how Ron Johnson did he just Pull those hooks out of his fingers. Yeah, he just ripped them out. Yeah, I was fishing it. I had hmm? to hold the bass down on the bottom of the floor because it was flopping oh. while those oh, barbs were under yep, his fingernails. Yep, yep. I was at a tournament one time. It was one of these draw tournaments where you don't know who you're fishing with until that morning, you know, and then they have a draw, and then you decide whose boat you're going to take, and then you get half of the time in the front of the boat and all that baloney stuff. Well, anyway... And I was fishing with this guy, and I was in the front of the boat at the time, and he was in the back, and he caught a bass on a Kelly worm, which is, and it's a three-hooked pre-rigged Kelly worm, and uh, he got one. Well, one of the hooks was in the bass, and then one of the hooks got in his thumb. I think it was his thumb, and uh, you know, like under on the opposite side of your nail, right? Right. And he he's hollering and he's saying hold the fish hold the fish you know so i cuz the fish is hanging from his thumb and that's got to hurt you know so yeah. I, I hold the fish he grabs a he had a needle nose pliers on him he grabs the needle nose he grabs a hold of that hook and he just winces and starts twisting and turning and yanking and i couldn't like like you i couldn't watch <laughs> rips it right out and it's like oh my goodness <laughs> Well, I, it was a keeper bass, so I guess it was worth it to him. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, that's uh, that's you, you got to be careful around hooks. I've even hooked myself not fishing. One time a few years ago, I'm in the basement. My son Chris is coming over to pick me up, you know, so I'm getting some stuff ready. I'm in the basement. I put on some new line. I tied on. As a matter of fact, it was a mini mite, and I tied on a new mini mite, you know, and I'm putting it on the rod. Gonna and sometimes your rod is a little bent when you're hooking it on the little hook holder, you know. And you should never have the rod bent a little bit, you know, the tip of it, because right. I missed the hook holder, and it went up right into my finger. So there I am, early in the morning, trying to, you know, getting taking this hook out of my finger, you know, before my son gets there. It's like, oh, well, I said, why does this happen to me now? Why now? <laughs> but I will never go to a doctor again to have it taken out. 
I did, did you that do that one? one? Okay. One time I was in a walleye tournament up on the Fox River in the Bay of Green Bay. And uh, you remember our friend Greg Peters? You yeah. Remember Greg? Yeah. yeah. Greg and I were fishing that walleye tournament. And it was it was on the bay, actually. But what happened was it was so freaking windy that we had a, most of the boats were in the river, unless you had a really big boat, you know, to be out there on the bay. Anyway, so we were in the river. And, uh, oh, no, no, that wasn't with him. I'm sorry. I was with my brother-in-law. I was with my brother-in-law fishing a tournament, and we were on the Fox River, a walleye tournament. And I got one of those big nickel cadmium hooks that were on some of the big crankbaits at the time. Got that in my, oh, my goodness, did that hurt. And I, I cut it off the line, and I was trying to fish while I was holding the lure and turning the handle because I didn't want to go in because we were on fish, you know, and I, I don't want to go in. Oh. But it was getting to the point where I couldn't take it anymore because every little bump or whatever – so he took me in, and uh, it was the first time that I had a hook in me, you know, and this is a long time ago. And so they took me to, I think it was St. Vincent Hospital. Okay, yeah. yeah. And the doctor, the doctor, he says, uh, well, anyway, he he, he, he puts that, the, the Novocaine stuff or the, the, the numbing agent. You know, whenever you, I've had stitches before in other places where they shove that needle right in the wound, right in the middle of the center of the, wherever you, whatever's ripped open, they shove it right in the middle. That hurts just as much, if not worse, when they first put that needle in. But then, you know, 15 seconds later, you don't feel a thing, right? So then he says to me, he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my special hook extractor. What does he get out? A needle nose pliers. <laughs> Gra- grabs a you hold of grab one of those yeah, out of your back pocket. He grabs a hold of the hook and just rips it out. Now, and you watched? <laughs> Well, I wa- I was watching that first, then I had a turn. See, I'm a wuss. I, I wouldn't I, even look. But I'd be I, like, yeah. I didn't feel a thing. Of course, never right. felt a thing. Then he had the uh, he had the guts to ask me if he could have the lure, right? And I said, Well, well, they hang them on the wall as yeah, a collection. Yeah, exactly. And I said, Well, I would give it to you, but I only have two: this one and one other one. And we're catching fish on them, and I want to get back out to that tournament, so I'll have to send it to you. And he says, Okay. Well. Oh, and he told me, he said, be, be cognizant of your finger. It was my index finger on my left hand. He says, be cognizant of the fact that you can't feel anything because you could slam it in a car door and not even know it was in there. So just be careful. Well, when I got his bill. You wanted uh, to slam your I, head I, in the I car said, door. I said, I'm not sending him no damn lure. He can buy it one himself. <laughs> we got to go to a break, folks. Hey, 799-1250 is the phone number. Be the first caller or th- no, may- no, Ryan, you like to do it differently, right? Never take the first caller. Never take the first caller. They're all he- cheaters. Yeah. Second, they start third. calling before you guys go to break. Right. <laughs> so you're going to take maybe the third or fourth caller yep, to three. be a contestant. For the Hornschwaggle, Danny's going to make three statements. You're going to say if they're a Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle. If you get two out of three correct, guess what? You're going to be a big winner. Uh, you're going to get a nice prize package from either, I mean, from both, Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. Be the third or fourth caller. We'll be right back. Welcome back. 
to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. Give us a call with your hunting, fishing, monarch butterfly report, whatever you want to call us and call us about. And right now, do we have our horn schwaggled lucky corn contestant? We do. We got Rocky from New Berlin. He's heading to the golf course and decided to uh Give it a shot today. Okay, Rocky, I kind of like that. Give it a shot. Okay. Hey, are you going to ask Rocky a question first about golfing? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Ask away. Okay, Rocky. Why should you always bring two pair of pants to the golf course? In case you have a hole in one. Is that my first question for hole in one? No, that one doesn't no. count. I'm sorry. But we're talking shots. Shots. So st- speaking of shooting... A 170-grain soft-point bullet at about 2,200 feet per second is deadly on white-tailed deer. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? I'm going to say that is a a no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Okay. Those, Tom, are the ballistics of the, no. of the venerable 30-30. Yeah, I, I realize that. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The... Bullhead is really just a small, ungrown, flathead catfish. Um, I'm going to say that's a horn schwaggle. Hey, good. You got that. That was a horn schwaggle. Very good. Wow, you're going to have a good golf game today, Rocky. All it's right. Like the, card, the stars are lining up, man. Okay, here we go. Let's see if you can get the A goldfish is really just a small, under ungrown carp. Um, that is a horn schwaggle. Hey, give us a good three out of three. Three out of three. You're a, you are a lucky wiener today, Rocky. So, um, what would you like as far as your flavor? Uh, what, what fish do you like to uh, fish for? Uh, I'm going to try some, uh, bass today. Bass. Okay. So bait mate in bass flavor. You got any of that garlic flavor yeah, you yeah. guys were talking about? Yeah. Want the, maybe the garlic? Yeah. One? You want the garlic and salt. Yeah. Garlic and salt? Yeah. Okay. That's so the one for bass, yeah. Is that it? Okay. Salt. Well, they got a game fish one, too, but you want the garlic and salt. All right. Yeah. I'll write down garlic and salt yeah. if that's what you want. Or I can just get the one that says bass on it. Whatever you want, Rocky. It's your prize package. Um, I'm sorry. The, the, uh, do the, you asked about the Coleman stuff? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so you wanted the bass, <laughs> and Batemate does one, make a bottle of stuff that says bass on it. Tom... Likes to get the one that just says garlic and salt and use it for bass. That was his. Like I, I do it that way. That's perfect. Okay. All right. So for once, someone's taking Tom's advice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Do so at your own peril. Uh, do you want gar? Okay. Do you want deet or deetless Coleman as far as the insect? Deet, re- deet please. Deet. Okay. Do you want like forty percent or hundred percent or what? Forty is great. Forty is good. Okay. Well, um, our. Uh, did uh, Ryan get your information? Yes, yep, I got, got it. Okay, yes, thank you. sounds good. Hey, well, hey, Rocky, I got some more advice for oh, you. Don't, don't, What's don't that? do it, Tom. Keep your head down and follow through. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Hey, Ray, my best. Where are you going today? Brown Deer Park. I'm in the I'm in the pro shop right now. Oh, you are. Well, congratulations. We won't hold you up. Have a All good right. day. All right. Okay. Bye Take now. Care. I've I've played Brown Deer Park before. Did yeah. you? Very very nice course. Yeah, very nice. Very well. Up. The the clubhouse is really cool because it's really old. Okay. A lot of architecture to it, a lot of old wood. Uh, who Master carpenters built that thing, I'll tell you. It's it's really kind of neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat. So 
So Rocky's the lucky winner. He's getting a bunch of good stuff. So yeah, a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. So you said someone can win a ten dollar gift certificate. Yeah, to, we're uh, gonna do that a little at, in the seven o'clock hour. We're gonna do that later. Okay. Giveaway to Bucky's. Uh, I was out at, but you know, uh, a couple weeks ago I went out to Bucky's, and I bought some stuff because these people. I think I mentioned this on the show that they had never had Bucky's jerky. Well, they it's not really called jerky. It's beef strips. But the one that they have, it's called uh, butter prime rib strips. They take prime rib and they make these strips, I don't know, probably like an eighth of an inch thick or so, and they smoke them and they put some seasonings on them. They are so good. I took them over by my son's in-laws, and there were a bunch of guys and gals there, brother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, his, his in, in, in-law, parent-in-laws, you know, mother and father-in-law. Anyway, and they all tried it, and every one of them, Every single one just loved it. As a matter of fact, one of his sister-in-laws took a ride out to Bucky's, bought like $200 worth of stuff because she was just going to go out and get the beef strips. But she saw all the other stuff there. (laughs) She bought like $200 worth of stuff. Another brother-in-law, he's going over there. Uh, One of my son's brother-in-laws, he's going over there to get them. I mean, they all loved them. And I'll tell you what, folks, you try those, you're going to love them too. They are really, really good. Yeah, are they really uh, real soft and chewy? Tom? Yeah, oh, you can. We've had them in here before, you know. Yeah, you can yeah. bite them. Uh, they're not hard like you get it like at a gas station or something. They're not hard. That you you can bite them, you can chew them, and the flavor is awesome. I mean, just imagine taking prime rib, a cut of prime rib, and cutting strips off of it, and then smoking that and seasoning that. It's like that's awesome. Hey, what did we talk about last week? What what do we talk about? How hungry I get in the morning, and you talking about all this food. <laughs> Hey. Well, Bucky's every now and then. I can tell you this: if you're here at Christmas time, they'll probably drop off a little, a little package of stuff for us. They may fire me before then. We'll see. No, <laughs> let's hope not. Let's hope not. So, uh, yeah, I was thinking about you today, Ryan, driving in because my radio on my truck doesn't work. It's 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 only on one on one station. I yeah. can't change it anymore. It's all shorted out. Can't even see the time anymore. The display. But they were uh, they had campfire uh, and coast to coast. They had the campfire. That's what stories. I was listening yeah. to. Yeah, ghost yeah, he stories. Said that too. Yep. Yeah, the ghost stories. Were they good today? Yeah, there were some pretty good ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there were some good ones. I almost felt like calling in and tell my grandma story. Oh, it's a call in <laughs> show, so people call. Oh in yeah, and do yeah. This. People can call in, but okay. this was a guy. Was he telling stories out of a book or something? Well, he wrote several books. Yeah, he wrote several several books. books yeah. yeah, and I actually bought one of those books years ago, and I took it up to the deer camp, and I was going to read the stories to my buddy Scott's son Stephen, and then they decided Stephen didn't really because I got Stephen crying when he was like five <laughs> years old. I told a couple of stories. Yeah, and next thing you know, we could hear him sobbing in his bunk, and then he crawled into bed with my buddy Scott. And I psycho- so no more stories. For I psychologically him? <laughs> scarred him for yeah. life with our my story about Dog Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dog Man. One time, do I have time to tell my Dog Man story? Uh, no, not okay. really. How <laughs> come? How come when we want to go to break, when you don't, when you're talking. Well, we go no. f- ten minutes past the break time no, while no, Ryan's uh, waving e- at you. Excuse then, me. Wait a minute. No, no, that's that's never me. Can we come oh, back? Oh yeah. Can we come that's back to the dog a couple, man? Couple weeks. I need to hear this. Never couple me. weeks ago. <laughs> well, once in ten. Oh, once in ten no, years, no. maybe. Once in ten you years. You lie like a cheap watch. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.